Welcome to the Unbranded Podcast with Miss Dean Loves You, where we have interesting conversations with interesting people and learn about unconventional ways to live our best lives. I'm your host, Susie Dean. I'm a former teacher, mother in her MILF era, and wife. I have the incredible experience now of exploring topics and ways of living that I've always been curious about. The conversations on this pod are always relaxed, authentic, and might just teach you a thing or two. I promise that every episode will leave you with a deeper sense of self and understanding for those who are different from you. So get comfy cozy, grab a drink of your choice, and let's have some fun together. I sit down with Sarah of Grounded Roots Heal. She's a womb healer who works with women on a variety of things from releasing trauma, boosting fertility, regulating hormones and your menstrual cycle, and so much more. On the pod, we discuss Sarah's experience with finding and leaving the Church of Latter-day Saints and how it led her to discover the power of reconnecting with her own womb and sacral chakra to find immense healing and flow, a discovery that led her to find a passion that resulted in this work in which she now has the ability to help other women heal. Sarah is kind, passionate, and exceptionally curious. She has so much wisdom to share, has such an intimate understanding of her work, and will wow you with her story of setting aside societal expectations to follow her passion. Thanks for hanging out with us every week, everyone. And Sarah, welcome to the Unbranded Podcast. Where are you located? I'm in Utah. Mormon. I'm fascinated by Mormons. Really? Fascinated. Since I was in college, I really? um I would find them like the Mormon influencers and I would stalk every single one and there was always there's always the same things that happen. They meet someone and then 3 months later they're engaged. The man always has a ton of money and nobody knows what he does. And then the wife doesn't work great. And then they have babies, usually quickly, and then one after the other. Then they have great hair. The women are great dancers, (laughs) pretty much across the board. (laughs) And they're all beautiful. Yeah. I I was Mormon for a lot of years. Tell me about it. So I like I converted to the church as a teenager. So I grew up not religious. Unusual. Yeah. What made you well sorry, can we start from the very beginning? What made you interested in Mormonism? So my home life growing up was super rough. When I started to learn about like an idea of like a loving God and they teach lots about like families are forever and like everything will work out one day and like all that kind of stuff. And so I think for a while, for like several years, really, that became like a safe haven for me mm-hmm. from my like tumultuous home life. And so that was kind of how it started. And then like I literally went on a Mormon mission. You so were was, you were hardcore. Yeah. My husband and I got married in the temple. And then just like a year, it's probably been a year and a half now, just something shifted in my brain. I started seeing everything differently. And I was like, 
wait, this doesn't this doesn't resonate anymore. It doesn't line up anymore. And so it was a slow process. It's complicated too. It's like family. Yeah. You can kind of get like disowned and like pitied a lot for leaving and stuff. So it was super complicated. Did your husband have family in the Mormon church? Yes. Did your husband also leave with you? Mostly, yes. He's So he started kind of like deconstructing everything much later than I did. Uh-huh. And so he hasn't been attending, um, but he's still figuring out like, because here in Utah, there are some other churches, but mostly it's like you're Mormon or you're nothing. Oh, and so and he grew up with it since he was a little kid so he's like well I still want I still value like God and a relationship there and so like mourning some of that and trying to figure out what that means moving forward did did womb healing like come as a part of this Mormon like deconstruction yeah oh yes give me the whole thing <laughs> It was crazy. So before I started deconstructing, I got super sick. Um, it was like right. My husband and I were just about to get engaged and I just was like in pain almost constantly. And I'd had like period pain that was pretty intense throughout my life, but that was it. And then all of a sudden I was just in pain for like three out of four weeks of the month. It was so intense and I had just put in a copper IUD and so initially I was like okay it's just that like I waited out for a while and it got so bad that I ended up just going to the doctor and having them take it out right away yeah um but after that the pain like still continued it was so intense and I didn't know what to do I was like in and out of the ER a lot of times and doctors just were like they literally one doctor literally told me like i'm scratching my head i have no idea what to do for you i'm laying there in the hospital bed on like hospital drugs and still like bawling in so much pain and he's like i'm gonna send you home i don't know what to do for you that's it and i did a ton of my own research to kind of figure out because i was so stubborn i was like this cannot there has to be something and so I did a bunch of research and I found that a lot of my symptoms lined up with endometriosis. Okay. So I started connecting with other people on Instagram. There's lots of people that like have pages about endometriosis and their journey with it. And so I started connecting there and being like, I think this is what I have. So then I'd even go to doctors, to OBGYNs and be like, hey, I'm pretty sure I have endometriosis. Here's all my symptoms. This is what's been going on. I have a history of super painful periods, whatever. And they would flat out tell me, no, you don't. Okay. Or just tell me to get on birth control to deal with it or tell me to get pregnant. Yes. To um, deal with the endo. It's crazy. So I ended up finding that there were specialists and... Um, I traveled to a specialist in Georgia and had surgery there. From Utah? Yeah. It was so expensive. Well, yeah, I bet. So surgery helped, but it didn't fix it all the way. I was still trying to figure out like what to do, why I was still in so much pain and having so many symptoms. And so I started looking into more of like a holistic approach to things. 
Um, and I think really like connecting back to church stuff, it was seeing so much gaslighting in the medical community and being able to understand that, that then I was like, wait, I'm seeing this in my church. Like that was when things started to shift a little bit. I started to do some yoga just as a way after surgery of getting my body moving again. Um, I met some people at my yoga studio that were really into energy work. So I started like dabbling with the woo-woo stuff. Yeah. I've always yeah. been like open-minded, but I've never dove into it much. Then I decided one day that I just wanted to get trained in some energy healing. And I started doing it on myself. And all the things that I started doing more natural, like changing the way I ate, understanding my cycle, living aligned with it. Um, getting into more personal healing stuff like I started to feel so much better and so then I just kind of did a deep dive into womb healing from there so when you went to this doctor in Georgia did this surgeon believe you when you said I think I haven't okay yeah um, were they able to confirm that you did yes yeah of course but so they got it all removed but that didn't heal everything mm -hmm. at what point would you say you felt like you had it under control at least like a year after surgery because recovery itself took me maybe like six to eight months it was intense so then it was the combination of um aligning with the cycles diet movement energy mm -hmm. healing would you say? yes yeah that all helped keep it under control. yeah and like getting into especially the energy healing and yoga side of things really helped me like understand on a more deep level what was going on in my body and so even with that information like going through more therapy and processing my trauma and stuff like that has done wonders for like my physical body too what is womb healing what does it mean for me, womb healing is the energetics of the womb. So, so many of us hold um, trauma here. We hold so much emotion. We have stories um, here about our womb, what it means to be someone with a womb, things from our mothers, from our grandmothers that's passed down. And so much can just get stuck there. It can be stagnate. It can... Um, cause all sorts of stuff, period issues, pelvic floor issues, um, even just blocking off the ability to like feel creative and passion. And so womb healing is just a way of allowing that energy to flow more freely, releasing the things that aren't serving us anymore, and really even just connecting with this part of ourselves that is so often like taboo or forgotten. It's just connecting. It sounds like a lot of chakra healing. Mm -hmm. Is it very much in line? Yes. So you are a chakra healer focusing on... Sacral. Sacral. Okay. Yes. Why? What kinds of tools do you use to unblock and allow activation to occur? So the um, method of energy healing I use is called Reiki. Okay. It's an ancient Japanese technique. 
Um, and I, in my sessions, I also like, I just love creating really beautiful experiences. So I use things like binaural beats. Have you heard of that? Yep. Yeah. So I use those, I use, um, herbal tinctures and oils and then obviously the energy healing stuff. I also, one of my favorite things to do in a session is I'll have like hot towels and I'll have my client go through a little bit of breath work to bring up energy in the womb space and then place a hot towel over the womb. And it just helps everything come to the surface and release through that heat and through the breath. And lots of people will just like sob at that part and just feel it all and release and be able to let go. And it's so beautiful. What would cause someone to want to come to work with you? I'm, I mean, I'm sure there are a variety of reasons. Can you tell me? Yeah. You? Some, I'm trying to think. Many of my clients will come because they have period pain okay. or they know they have like sexual trauma or things like that that they know are affecting them. If they're wanting to improve fertility, if they're trying for a baby, um, even a lot of times just like wanting to more deeply connect and understand their body. Like mm -hmm. there doesn't need to be something like you don't have to have endometriosis. You don't have to have super intense period pain or anything to benefit from this. I just had a client a couple weeks ago who came in and she was she was gifted a section. And so she was like, hey, I don't really have like period pain and stuff. I don't know, is this still good for me? And I was like, yes, it's going to be so good. And she came in and she ended up having stuff to release from there that she just was totally unconscious of wow. that um, was there, but she wasn't aware of it and was able to release and just feel deeply connected to her womb space in a way that she hadn't before. Is there, first of all, Will someone need multiple sessions usually? Yes, ideally. Obviously, we can work with personal situations, but I've seen huge results from like five sessions. Okay. It's been really cool. And then is there like homework that you send people home with to do? Yeah. yeah? Okay. Tell me uh -huh. all about it. <laughs> um, it depends on the person. It changes so much. Sometimes I just have a thought like, in the session come up and be like, oh, they could do this. Um, something that I love to suggest people to do as a great starting point is writing out the story of their womb. And so just with that prompt, like writing whatever comes to mind, whether it's how they feel about their period, how they feel about their mother, their grandmother, where they came from, all that kind of stuff and just letting it flow and see what kind of beliefs come up about their period, about their cycle, about being who they are. And it can really bring to light so much that they can start to then process. You're the expert. You're the healer. In an ideal world, what, what does it look like to be taking care of your womb with you know, exponential time and resources. I usually do a menstrual phase ritual every month. Um, I do yoga practices regularly, specifically womb stuff. 
pelvic floor massage. So over my womb space. I love lymphatic drainage stuff. Oh, that's super good to help hormones. So laying on an acupressure mat, doing gua sha, dry brushing. Yeah, I mean, I could go on forever. There's a million things that you can do to support your cycle, but those are a lot of the main ones that I do. Well, I don't know if it's my algorithm or if there, and you, you might have a more objective view, but it seems like there is a mass understanding and almost awakening to the importance of understanding our cycles. It seems like tons of women are deciding to get off of birth control, relearn how their bodies work without synthetic hormones. Um, mm -hmm. It seems like there's a huge movement to learn how to align your work with the cycles of your period instead of just like pushing through hustle culture. Yes. Yeah. Are you, you're seeing that too? Oh, big time. I okay. love it. I assume you align your own work to the cycles of your, of your mm -hmm. cycle. Do you yeah. like only schedule people on certain times of the month? So I definitely lean more into all into my work when I'm in my follicular and ovulatory phases <laughs> and my the first half of my luteal phase. Okay. The second half of my luteal phase leading up to my period, I start to slow down. There's been a couple times where there's been things that have been especially like hard to cancel on my period, but most things I have control over. And so I for sure set aside the first two days of my period, which is when I'm feeling the lowest energy to just do nothing. And then um, after that, I'll slowly start to incorporate things back in, but it's always kind of trial and error. Even yesterday, I was day three of my cycle and I was waking, I woke up feeling more energized. And so like I took my dog on a really long walk and we went and did some errands and stuff. And I came home and I just like passed out for a couple hours because I was doing too much. And so it's just figuring it out over time, but it feels really good. I know I should have probably asked you this earlier, but how did you get into making this a job? You started a business like that's a big deal. We need to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. So I have always hated school. It's never been my thing. And I was going to school here. I wanted to be a speech pathologist. And I still I have major respect for that field. I think it's so important and really cool. Um, but I just for years was really like forcing myself to try to do something that did not align because I felt like I had to. It's just what you do. You graduate, you go to college, you get a degree, you get a job, whatever. And then I started becoming super passionate about the yoga that I was doing, about energy healing and seeing differences with it. And I just felt I was having so many conversations with people all the time about their cycle and their mind was being blown and they had no idea and so I wanted more of a way to share that with people because I'd get so excited every time I talked to someone about it. And so I just kind of decided to go for it. Hey, don't just say go for it. Like someone can just pop up and make it make a career out of this. I you are a very different type of person than me. Like, have you always been entrepreneurial minded? No. Oh, but my gosh. Okay. Keep going. So 
well I thought no but like I felt like doing a typical job and being in school was such like an uphill grind constantly but I thought that was just what I was supposed to do and as soon as I started a business my I feel like I'm in my element like I have new ideas every single day I feel like I'm able to take ideas and make things happen like it's just felt so right you're in alignment you're in flow it sounds like constantly Mm -hmm. I'm so grateful for you it takes so much courage to break out of what society expects of us and what we are programmed to believe is what we're supposed to be doing and once you did that and followed a passion and made it your life's work like of course everything is going to flow because you're doing something that is so deeply aligned with your passions and your talents and I it's it's very different when you wake up with a with duties to do every day that you're excited about I always talk about having fun work and boring work like there's my boring work there's my job which like is fine and I love who I work with and I love the company and the work is like fine but there's also stuff that I do on the side that just really feeds me and that I look forward to doing Mm -hmm. and that makes me feel creative and that like gives me more energy so I'm so proud that you just went ahead and did the damn thing thank you I'm loving it how long ago did you start uh it's been I think five months Okay. Oh my so it's gosh, really recent. Still a baby. Yes. Fantastic. Let's let's pretend we're talking to someone, you're talking to someone who just doesn't know anything about their period. They're just like, I get my period once a month and that's what a period is. And they don't know what the cycles are and what they mean. Can you break it down for us in layman's terms? There's actually four phases of your cycle, which is so beautiful. You can think about each of them as one of the seasons in nature that is really helpful. Um, So your bleed, what you typically know as your cycle is your menstrual phase. That marks the first day of your cycle. Typically lasts about like five to seven days. You're feeling really low energy. This is considered your inner winter. And so you think about in the winter, you kind of just want to cozy up inside, be warm and eat warm foods and all that kind of stuff. And then you move into your inner spring, which is the follicular phase. And that is when your bleed is ended and your energy is starting to rise. If you think about like coming out of winter to spring, the flowers are starting to bloom, the trees are getting green again, like you're feeling a little bit more alive inside. You want to get out more. You're a little bit more energetic. And then the ovulatory phase is typically right in the middle of your cycle. This is your inner summer. Your energy is higher. You might feel more social. Libido is typically higher if you have a balanced cycle. Um, And you feel a lot more energetic. And then your luteal phase is after ovulatory, after the inner summer leading up to your period again. This is your inner fall. This is probably my favorite phase actually um but you your energy is starting to dip slowly it's not like a massive drop off but it's a gradual and um it's a more inward turning intrinsic time of your cycle um where as your energy is dropping you might be slowing down more and yeah 
you think about like inner fall again kind of leading up to the winter the more cozy um warming foods and all that kind of stuff it sounds like i would want to organize my most creative and like productive days around follicular and ovulatory would that be correct so i know during my luteal and my menstrual phase we're slowing down we're eating more warming foods stop it eat that what would i be eating to support my body during follicular and ovulatory phase lots of minerals ideally i love to um make adrenal cocktails which is like for mine i put orange juice and coconut water and i love ashwagandha okay tincture and um I use real salts or you can use like trace minerals. So minerals are going to be really, really supportive for those hormones as they're rising. Also increasing your vitamin C, um, having lots of like leafy greens. And yeah, those are some things that can really help. Um, Let's say women across the world begin to pay attention to their cycles and learn about their cycles and sync with their cycles. What, how could this benefit society as a whole? Oh my gosh, so many ways. Um, A big thing that would come out of that is a sense of empowerment and self-trust. I know that so many people feel like their body is like fighting against them with their period, like their period is a hindrance, like it just gets in the way of things. And I feel like understanding the cycle as a whole helps have a totally different view on it because you can see like, actually I'm super productive at this period of my cycle. And you start to see like a superpower in each phase and you can lean into that, which is so empowering and allows you to like more deeply trust yourself I mean, hormone imbalances, how many people are living with crazy symptoms that doctors just tell them are normal and just part of being a woman and they just need to suck it up. People would actually start feeling good in their bodies. And that in and of itself is amazing. Yeah, everyone's in a better mood. People are more productive at work. I mean, I'm sure just like general joy. I mean, how how good of a medicine is that for society? And also, can you just very briefly tell me what is a period supposed to feel like? (laughs) Not painful. (laughs) Right? Yeah. It's normal to feel like the low energy, like you just want to rest. Maybe you want to take naps on those days when you're on your period. Um, Some mild cramping is normal. But beyond that, like pain should not be a thing. That's a sign that there's something deeper going on. So any young girls out there or girls in the past or current who would have to call out of work or school during their period, not normal. No. And the the cure for that is not birth control. No. A shocker. I know, right? (laughs) Wow. Who would have thought that... It was possible to have a period where it wasn't a complete hindrance and I could continue on with my day and I wasn't doubled over in pain having to shovel like cookie dough in my mouth for some sense of like emotional relief. 
right? (laughs) Some countries are starting to um, bring in menstrual leave from work. No. For people that have painful periods. Yeah. I wish there was more support for that here. Yeah. Are you ready for a therapy experience that will knock your socks off? Introducing BetterHelp, the online therapy platform that's revolutionizing the way we connect with therapists. Let me tell you, I found my own therapist and she is an absolute queen. Her name is Regina and she's completely transformed my life. Gone are the days of expensive and inconvenient therapy sessions. With BetterHelp, you can access affordable and convenient therapy from the comfort of your own home. Trust me, I've been there. My last therapist was amazing, but the cost was through the roof. With BetterHelp, I found the perfect fit and it won't break the bank. Now let me tell you why I'm obsessed with Queen Regina. Every session is like a journey of self-discovery. She challenges my thoughts, she digs deep, and she uncovers those hidden issues that I never knew existed. It's like a mind-reading magician unraveling the mysteries of my own psyche. But it's not just about uncovering the deep stuff. It's about growth. With Regina by my side, I just know I'm on the cusp of something incredible. A second spiritual awakening, a transformation that will rock my world. And Regina is there right in the middle of it all, catalyzing my journey like no one else could. BetterHelp gives you access to a vast network of licensed therapists, each with their own unique specialties. So whether you're seeking help for anxiety, depression, or relationship issues, you'll find the perfect therapist who truly gets you. And here's the best part. If you don't vibe with your therapist, no worries. You can easily switch without any penalties or awkward conversations. Queen Regina is my second therapist with BetterHelp. BetterHelp understands that finding the right fit is crucial for your mental well-being. So are you ready to find your very own Queen Regina? Don't miss out on this life-changing opportunity. Visit the link in the show notes to start your journey with a licensed therapist from BetterHelp today. Remember, your mental health deserves the best. And with BetterHelp, you're just one click away from a transformative therapy experience. Start your journey now and unlock the incredible potential within you. Visit the link in the show notes and let the magic begin with BetterHelp. I'm starting a second business and I don't think I told you about this. You didn't. But it's all about cycle syncing stuff. So it's very cool. I've been working just out of my home for my womb healing sessions. But my friend and I decided to start a business together. She's a holistic esthetician. And then I do pelvic floor yoga and energy womb healing stuff, of course. Um, But we're opening a spa where all the services are for each phase of your cycle. So she's going to be doing like facials and body treatments. So you could come in and get like a luteal phase facial and all the herbs and oils and um, facial tools and everything that she uses are for your hormones and for how your skin changes throughout your cycle. That's beautiful. I know. Whole body. It's like whole body care. Yeah. Women. Yeah. What's the name? It's called Moonflower Cyclical Spa. Be doing like educational events as well, like so that people can learn about the basics of their cycle. 
and we'll have ritual events and all the things in our shop are for supporting hormones in your cycle and everything. So I'm so excited. We're doing our grand opening just at the end of the month. So it's coming up. But I'm so excited. Can we follow you there? Do you Please. have like a social media handle already for that? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, where just can we Flower Cyclical Spa. Okay. And then where can I find you? So I'm on Instagram at Grounded Roots Heal. I do have five fun questions. Some of them are just random questions that are general. Some of them are specific to the topic. If you could instantly master any skill, what would it be? The art of consistency. <laughs> That's where all magic lies, right? Yes. Okay. So are you someone that like picks things up and then doesn't follow through? Yeah, I have ADHD. So oh. I get really excited about lots of things all the time. And then I move on to the next thing. So what are your opinions on using menstrual blood on your face? They haven't done it myself. I haven't ventured there yet. You know what? Um, I would like to try it. Uh, And I'm just going to put that out there for whoever's listening. No shame. I mean, anything to help you connect with your cycle, I think, is beautiful. Well, it's full of stem cells. I hear it's great for your skin. I actually didn't know that. Oh, yeah. It's great for your skin. It's really great for youthful looking skin. And it's also really great for watering your plants. Oh, yes. I did know that. Okay. And I have seen people putting it on their face, but I guess I didn't know specifically well, that it had skin benefits. I right. thought people I mean, were just using it as a way to like connect with their bleed. And there is. And there's like symbolism and like ritualistic stuff that you can do to connect. But yeah, there's also the physical benefits. So that's so cool. What is something that everybody should stop doing? Just drinking coffee before breakfast. Aww. <laughs> I love it. Then. I know. And I'm not. Listen, I am not always the best. I post this stuff on my Instagram and my stories to hold myself accountable just as much as everybody else. And sometimes <laughs> I wake up and I don't drink water until like three o'clock in the afternoon. But yes, <laughs> eat one, drink water before your coffee, but even better if you can eat food before your coffee. Are there any healing practices or traditions from other cultures that you find interesting? Not necessarily with womb healing. One of my favorites is drumming. I was introduced to it from this beautiful woman at my yoga studio named Christine. I made a drum with her and I've learned about how drumming, it's not really specific to one culture, but it's been utilized in so many different cultures across the world for years and years and years. And that has been something that has been really beautiful to adopt into my own life. I drum and process emotions. I drum to just sing and find joy and I just love it. What are like the benefits of it? Why why do people drum? What does it do in your body? I mean, it's really cool, especially if you drum over yourself, you can feel the vibrations in your body. Um, I find it very, very like calming for the nervous system. And I feel like the vibrations as they hit my body, they almost like stir up energy. 
And so whatever I'm feeling, it kind of magnifies it. And you made your own drum. Yes. That's badass. What is your opinion on sleeping in bed with pets? I sleep in bed with my dog. Great. So that was the answer I was hoping for. (laughs) I don't trust people who say that animals don't belong in the bed. Dog, we're on the same page. Yeah, me too. Okay. (laughs) Thank you so much, Sarah. This was a enlightening conversation. You're the dopest. Thank Thank you for doing what you do and for having the courage to follow your passion and make a business out of it because now not only is that a wonderful example for people to follow their passions and be in alignment but you're also serving so many people through doing so that you wouldn't have any anyway otherwise thank you so much Thank you so much for joining me this week for this conversation. If you enjoyed this episode or you enjoy the podcast in general, I would love for you to subscribe so you'll never miss out on upcoming episodes featuring other brilliant minds and insightful topics. Also, don't forget to rate and review while you're at it. Your ratings and feedback mean the world to me and help me reach more listeners. So, Misty and loves you. Have the best day ever. Same time next week. Bye.